There are the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your calls today. Chat row, Tyler, the moderator, handling the duties there. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You're now listening to the 12.15 Club. Welcome back to another edition of the 12.15 Club. It's me, Mar- Ariel. Why are you looking at me like that, Eric Jones? Uh, well, I just, you know, it was a big revelation today on the uh, show that uh, apparently I'm now a co-host of the show, so I just yeah, feel like what we should... the heck was that about? I mean, listen, I think Dan's recognized the talent, and, um, you know, I can't blame <laughs> no, him. Denied. <laughs> <laughs> We're joined by Marvin the Prince, Tyler the Graphics, or Tyler the Moderator, and Dylan the Graphics Guy. We're all over the place right now. And our very special guest that we've waited... Whoa, 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 you missed Marvin the Prince. I said Marvin the no. Prince. Okay, well, then I'm having a poly moment here, then. Yeah, you are, yeah. apparently. Don't be flustered just because you have a celebrity in the room. <laughs> I mean, this is ridiculous. We, we've held off on you because your agent has got back to us and said you've been busy doing other podcasts. Wait, um, can I just show you? Are you going to introduce me so I can just not... So if you guys haven't already figured it out, it is Andrew McLovin Perloff. He's our guest this week. Like I said, we've been trying to get him for weeks on weeks on weeks. And his agent just keeps kicking us back messages. Look, at, I'm showing the traffic. Okay. Because we, I don't know if you let people in. You tape on Friday. It is crazy out there right now. So the only reason my agent keeps shooting you down is because Friday traffic is the worst. Why do you guys tape on Fridays? Because, I mean, we just got to recap the whole week, you know? We couldn't, like, tape on Wednesday and then something happened on Friday. Nothing really happens on Friday. It's meet Friday. Everyone's focused on that. Today was great. We, I did tell your agent, though, that we'll, we will give you a plug on whatever you're advertising. I know you have <laughs> a bunch of deals. So I said we will give him the 20 seconds, 30 seconds to get his plug in. So we'll get there. Just I don't know which one you want to go with today. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm sorry we haven't gotten you on earlier. Oh, no. It's, I really don't care. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm not offended at all. So we, we wanted to start off with like how you came into the Dan Patrick show. Um, I, wait, I heard, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, that's this, what you're having me on. We're gonna do the backstory. Yeah, we're gonna do a little backstory like behind the music. Yeah, that's this is what it is. Back oh, behind the God, scenes. Nobody cares. We've been on air 13 years. I did this a decade ago. Yeah, but we have a bunch of new listeners now, especially with our. Platform. Tyler is yawning right now. Does he really care about how I got here? Tyler's always yawning. Dylan could care less. <laughs> the first seven years I was here, it was a big deal that I was with Sports Illustrated, that I started coming up. And then when they went on TV, I became a regular Danette. I came up every day. Yeah. Uh, so for a while, I worked for Sports Illustrated and Dan Patrick Show. But that is such ancient history. Yeah, but I didn't know that. Yeah. Eric? I think the the bigger question is, because Dan had a had a article... Uh, column right in sports illustrated yeah and you were working with him and that was really the connection right yeah when dan left espn in 2007 si signed him and i was assigned as his editor and that's how i got to know the guys um let's talk sharks which is why we're really here yeah whatever mario was doing before i'm not really so <laughs> sure about but um you both self-proclaimed and yeah generally known as a shark expert yeah i also happen to be something of a shark expert myself um, so I think we should, maybe there's a collab here or, yeah, like or a, a rivalry. Like a 1237 shark pocket. Well, first of all. <laughs> yes. It airs immediately after Can this I just one. share a quick observation of Dylan? Do we know that anything that Dylan says is true? Because I'm yesterday, I'm at Bass Pro Cabela and we're looking at fly fish. He's like, 
yeah, you know, I, I was basically a fly fishing guy for nine years or something. And he's like, how old are you, first of all? <laughs> and like, 14. He has all these like, uh, oh, yeah, I played college lacrosse. Oh, yeah, I used to sell my macrame. Oh, Jesus, Mario. <laughs> the same thing happened last week. The same thing happened last week. Dylan has this crazy wide range of things he does. He's like, yeah. He's a savant. Do, do we know I, any of this? I was going to be a sommelier at one point. Has anyone, yeah. Has anyone seen him fly fish? I mean, he looks like no. a fly fish, but. I don't think so, he even played college lacrosse, did he? I played club for two years. That's well, not the same. Uh, but no, you have no, You have you seen a great white in its native ocean like I have? In a great white, no, but many other sharks. Yeah, yes. so what are your merits? Why are you considering yeah. yourself? Uh, why are you a shark so, guy? Um, I, I did shark research in the Bahamas after I graduated from college. Oh, my The Harvard God. of the West. Of course he did. In the Harvard of the West. No, seriously, how, how old are you? 24. Student. 24? You are the biggest liar in the history. There are a lot of There's, liars in the I've field, got, but you I have the, the documents single, right here. Yeah, you are, <laughs> you're worse than the guys in the front room are all complete liars, but you're a total liar. I can prove it. Go um, on my Facebook. You're 24. How many jobs have you held in your life? Besides this one? Yes. <laughs> how many jobs have you held for more than three one. months? <laughs> well, well, okay. If you count that, too, that was an internship. <laughs> Other than that, one. And it was at a, it was at a fly shop or fishing tackle shop. <laughs> okay. But, yes, I'm pretty experienced, There's plenty of sharks to go around, Dylan. We'll be fine. <laughs> it sounds like this might be more of a rivalry than a collab, yeah, I think. You're not really embracing. A lot of hostility from you, Andrew McLovin Perloff. It's the, it's the traffic. We right? could have done great yes, things it's together. the traffic. Yeah. Are you stressing the traffic? Well, it's, don't forget the <laughs> lack of professionalism, too. That is what got me down. Eric? Well, speaking of rivalries, Ethan is kind of a new development in the mm, show, yeah? And you kind of had, historically were the stats guy and, yeah. and kind of one of the experts. And then Dan's now suddenly, yeah. Ethan, Ethan, Ethan. He has his own sounder, and Dan recorded that, you know, the, oh, Ethan. So do you want to clear the air in terms of your rivalry no, with Ethan? Well, so I was I was already going south with the negativity. Now you're bringing up Ethan, like yeah. I mean, we we're trying to kick you while you're down. So you gave me like this little like softball. How'd you become a Danette? Now you're gonna go. He, and you poo pooed it. You so didn't, welcome. You didn't want it. Yeah. Well, then Dylan took my shark beat, and now you want to bring up Ethan. No, so Ethan is from Stats Inc. Who provides our stats? They do a great job. Yeah. And did you guys? I don't know if you guys are on those emails, but one day it started like we started to notice like the stats were like a cut above where they had been. Because there've been stats guys. It's a relationship that's gone back a long way. Ethan took it over. There was we've had a lot of friends at Stats. They're a great company. But Ethan's are like, oh my god, this is like beautiful mind type stuff. So Dan just like couldn't help but bring him into the show. And you got to see these emails he sends. Now it's gone way beyond stats. He yeah he he like gives opinions. Yes. Yeah, it's like beyond stats guy. That's what I was really threatened. He's you know like. It's one thing to give us, like, last time a Cleveland Browns quarterback won in Pittsburgh. It's another to weigh in on, like, the difference between Stromboli and Calzone. Like, we don't need that from Ethan, but he's that good. So do you feel – are you threatened at all? By Ethan, no. No? No, not really. No, because he's a team player. Like, uh, believe me, it's all hands on deck. Dan will – I mean, if any of you guys had anything to contribute, he would gladly incorporate you into the show. <laughs> I mean, but that's how it starts. It starts, you just, you know, come up from your town one day, you write an article, or you provide a stat, then yeah. you're Danette. So, I mean, Eric Jones? Chat Row, uh, and Tyler, I'm kind of taking your thunder a little bit here, but Chat Row wants to know if anyone's ever seen you and Ethan in the same room. <laughs> no, Ethan has a big social media profile. Like, uh, we look alike. He's an Ivy League guy. It's a great question. It's a great question. By the way, about contributing, like, 
it's it's true. Like if you give Dan good stuff, then he will totally like use it and give you credit. Lately, there's been a, a big movement. He's been super impressed by uh, guys in the back room. Um, not you guys, but the other guys in the back room. Yeah, like he's, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Rob and Dan every day. Rob and Dan, those guys are amazing. I got to pull them up front. Uh, so anyway, that's awkward. Dill, um, I noticed you. You said that Ethan is an Ivy League guy, like yourself, yeah. as a, essentially your peers. Um, he went to well, Harvard, though, right? Oh, Dylan. Why we're friends? Why are you writing me? <laughs> no, to an Ivy League guy, that's like the big. As someone who went that's to the Harvard a, of the right. West, I just I am sympathetic to the Harvard cause. Where'd you go again? <clears throat> uh, University of Denver. But no, no. To, <laughs> ba- basically, by the way, to like an Ivy League guy, if you went to like a Dartmouth and like you pointed out that Ethan went to Harvard, that is like that's the equivalent of a duel. Like we would be like a duel. Throw, I would. That's like, hey, let's throw down right now. It's on. <laughs> that's like a fencing match. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get it's your like, Yu-Gi-Oh cards out. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's time yeah, to fight. Yeah, yeah, whoa. <laughs> Magic the Gathering. Yeah, you're. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to roll the 56-sided die <laughs> I'll pull out my invisibility cloak from high school I don't care Whatever uh, Are you, Do you, I mean, speaking of like that whole nerd kind of connotation that you have that you, You've been pushing to change your name back to Pearl, right? From McLovin? I kind of, well, I had at one point, but I kind of gave up on it uh, About like six years ago, there was a big push mainly coming from me, to go to Pearl. <laughs> yep. um, and it didn't really take. And then eventually I gave up. Here's my problem. Like, as a, as a popular Danette, like, how do I brand myself as McLovin when there's a more famous, more awesome McLovin out there? I mean, that is one of the great movie characters of all time. So I can't have, like, McLovin T-shirts that are going to be really me because everyone thinks of, you know, the super bad character. Uh, Eric? Yeah, but the super bad character doesn't say R-E-A-R-E-L-X. Yeah, yeah. Or he doesn't have broken glasses. I mean, you have some moments, especially in this ecosystem. Yeah. Well, yeah, but a lot of people, you know, you guys might not have seen this, but a lot of guests think I am that guy. Yeah. Ken, we were just talking about the mass Singer. Ken Jeong, ever, if you want to laugh, pull back that interview from L.A. He keeps saying, like, it's such an honor to be in the room with the great McLovin. <laughs> and he's, he does, a, like, a bowing motion to me. He's like, you were a comedy legend. I'm like, first of all, Christopher Mintz Plus isn't even a comedy legend. Like, you really <laughs> like Superbad. <laughs> you really, really like Superbad. And I know you think I'm him, and I, I'll take it. But, but now you're going to be delving into that movie world. Like you're gonna be so you're dominating sports stats, yes. And now you're jumping into that movie world. Yeah, this is a big deal. It is. Yeah, no, I'm pretty fired up, but I'm a little nervous that something will happen because, like, everything going on in the country. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the Adam Sandler role, which you're referring to, until it actually happens. Because I'm super nervous. I'm going to jinx it. And in fact, I think this might have jinxed it. Because let's face it, with like the way things are today, like something that's scheduled for two weeks, you don't know when that's actually going to happen because of like guidelines. And I'm a little nervous. Well, they are in production in Philly, and I think... Well, they didn't start shooting it. Really? Yeah, I'm almost sure. Yeah, well, I've seen a lot of stuff on social media with Adam out I know. Uh, we know some of the Happy Madison people, and they haven't started shooting yet, so I... Oh, interesting. They, they are. I mean, they're full on. You know, it takes like... You've been yeah, on movies, yeah. it takes like a month to yeah. get going. Uh, they're actually not just in Philly. They're in suburban Philly, right where I grew up. Oh, wow. So I'm going to stay with... If, if this all works out, I'm going to stay with my parents, go on, have a speaking line, the first day at a... But... Did, did you guys know I'm not the first Anna to have spoken 
on camera in the yeah. Sandler movie, I would just be the first one to make the final cut. Oh, wasn't there? Were there not lines from when you guys had that scene? I don't know the movie, but where you guys were reporters. Were, that, that's, were, that's my boy. We were a, a film crew with TV's Randall Morgan. Right. Uh, yeah, I think Paulie and Seaton tried to get in lines, and they hit the cutting room floor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Marv. Well, doesn't TV's Randall Morgan giving the thumbs up to Paulie's character kind of count? Yeah, yeah, no, that was very close to the speaker role. I think I don't know, like if SAG rewards roles differently, but Paulie definitely got something going there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was Louie the uh, boom mic operator. That was, but the best one is the week of. Have you ever watched the week of the Netflix movie with Chris Rock and Adam Taylor? Our whole scene, we go down there, there's all this talk about speaking lines and all this. What they end up is getting us about one and a half seconds of us walking across a parking lot. <laughs> I remember being at the yeah. at the premiere in L.A. Yeah. for that one, remember? And you guys were like, wait, that's it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was like a whole thing, walked around yeah, the carpet, yeah. and then it was like a second and a half. Once you get there, once you get on the set, like rain can delay it, like the shooting schedules can delay it. The, the, you know, Dan was, Dan had told the story on air, a little bit of his Hubie Halloween Went away, and he was amazing at that. Did you guys watch that movie yet? Yeah. Oh, I haven't. When Dan is in the background, Adam's talking, <laughs> Dan's he, scrolling. He's on his phone. Time. I was like, I've seen that exact image I know. Before. Oh, my God. That scene was amazing. <laughs> and it's his phone. Yeah. Like, it's the same case as his real phone. <laughs> he he's goes, just scrolling through his phone. He's a human being. The line didn't even make sense, but it was hysterical. That's why I alarm again. Yeah, excuse us, Mario. Would you like to leave? No, it's just usually wow. I explained to see the other day when it happened. I have something to do by 1 o'clock. So I set an alarm for myself. If not, I'll forget. Have what, you done what it is, yet? I haven't it? done it yet. So we're going to have to do it after the podcast. What is the it? podcast comes first. Yeah. Always. What yeah. do you have to do at one? The garbage has to be out by then. Don't worry about it. Not the garbage. <laughs> That's by 2.30. But you've been Eric, doing it regularly now. Don't you know it's due by one? Oh, anyway, go ahead. I, I forget. I have Eric, one question for you. As a teammate uh, of yours from the championship AUAA yeah. against the Grainers, are you worried about season two, whenever that happens, mm. and you know the word on the street is that they're going to redraft, right? So you won't be eligible to have right. you know, the p- two powerhouses they're of Allen br- and Eric. They said, you know, they've changed the league rules to break us up. Yeah. Like They're like, there's no reason to play if the dynasty – is there? We were the perfect combination of big and skinny. Like I was, <laughs> I was skinny, and I could work through the crevices. And Eric and Al would just take up the lane, and there's nothing you could do against us. We Camping, were, I believe. we were, <laughs> we were pretty unbeatable. Al's um, unorthodox shot. Although there was, we actually completely fell apart in one game. Yeah, this the second to last game, I think. This, our, the my, first half. Yeah, we yeah. The like, we don't have to relive this. It's fine. We, we everybody knows what happened. If you watch, <laughs> you know what happened. The same way we know about your story. How you got here? We know that what was happened. only a year ago, though. We know what happens at the AUAA. <laughs> Tyler, you got a question? <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I mean, we've how many times have we rehashed this, and it doesn't never get told. But um, I By just the have way, a question. Go ahead. Your defense after the air ball is the most underrated. That's my favorite part. <laughs> your complete lack of effort. <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do? I mean, two days hit the final shot. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. no, it was just effortless. Like, what were you doing? I don't know. I, I just I couldn't be, I I couldn't believe what just happened. Honestly, that's that's honestly my only excuse. I just I, I couldn't believe that he took As that. As somebody who has tried to pad my stats at the end of the game, <laughs> I knew exactly what was going on, and I totally relate to you, Mario. Yeah, You're, that's the first nice thing anybody's ever said uh, about that air ball. Yeah, it wasn't even nice. It was neutral, but like, yeah, well, that's what it, you it's get. A, it's as nice as it gets. I, I think it's the only <laughs> possible nice thing to say. About <laughs> it. I did have a. I did have a. I did have a question for you, though. Yeah. Um, uh, had Mario not completely blown it for us, do you think that our team would have been tougher competition in the finals? Honest, honestly. Yes. Honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Tougher. I still think we probably would have won, 
But uh, we we were pretty good. We were well. They think that they had our number. Yeah. We did. We did. W- have what was your one thing where you would do cross? You would you would inbound and then you would do a cross move and I'd then score. In the lane? <laughs> I'd score and I'd you blo- would always go to the same score. I'd score corner. and I'd block your shots. But I feel like <laughs> I feel like we could neutralize you with Alan and Eric. We had a lot of strength inside, and then it was basically me matching up with Seton. And then who's your third? Yikes. Oh yeah, Tyler. Oh Tyler was like the leading scorer. Yeah, that was correct. Yeah, you guys were good, but you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda. <laughs> I feel like you guys are ragging on the crush a little bit in here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I mean, we made it to the finals. You guys can yeah. sit there and say what ifs all Is day. Is anyone but... else here nervous about doing a second season of AUAA? Because the first <laughs> season was so magical. Like, th- we could never come yeah. up with that many storylines. I'm just, I'm scared of screwing something else up again. Yeah. And... Well, yeah, my concern is about executing, you know, because it's all in-house now as opposed to the yeah. LA crew. And we have fewer people because of COVID and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then... Like I don't know that we have enough bodies to be honest to actually execute it. Um, because so also I, the product was like a plus, like it was like television. It was like broadcast worthy. Yeah, yeah. Now know. it's just gonna be like Tyler with a GoPro on his head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so have we has, has Dan openly discussed the fact that we set the bar too high for the first season? Or I think that with all the changes yeah. in terms of everything coming inside, we've talked about it a little bit, um, but. I don't know that there's there's not really a solution at this point. There's just a known problem. Yeah, and also the drama that Mario created too will never be recreated. Sorry, that's we don't have to talk about that. I, I told you I'd give you a plug. So who are you plugging today? Well, you know what product I use, and I'm going to plug them even though they don't give us a dime. And Dan will probably. Do you guys anyone here use Hypervolt? No. It's the uh, and it's a handheld massage simulator. Yes, I know you're talking that about that. All like Russell Westbrook and all those guys use. You guys got to get in it for next AUAA. That's who it should be sponsored by. Those are it's like the hot <laughs> new item. Marvin, did you use one? Like you're getting old. You could use one, buddy. Like it's not going to be as easy. Yikes! It's not going to be as easy for you as you think it is. You know, you whoop me on one on one, but it's going to start to hurt. You're going to need more ice. It already hurts. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. So yeah. well, maybe you're I right. Elbow you by accident. By accident. Ty. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm promoting Hypervolt. It's a good product. Yeah. Don't be afraid to call LegalZoom if you need representation, Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Oh, see, they bring it back. Uh, yeah. Um, you know that what – actually, I was simply safe when Marvin had the ball on the outside because there's no way he was hitting that jumper. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the alarm. <laughs> Where's the goal horn? Yeah. No, it's not a goal horn. His alarm's going to go off because it was 1 p.m. thing. <laughs> that's all a new right. sounder. That's, all right, that's all we got now. Oh, Marvin, come on. Wait, would you bring, would you bring the other guys in here? Don't, don't they make fun of everybody or no? Uh, Seton I wasn't here for. And Paulie, we didn't really. It was Paulie really was quick. Here, yeah, Paulie, Paulie you had a specific topic for, yeah. which is why why I was surprised when you asked me my background because I thought you're going to bring me in here to solve some uh, well, controversy. Well, they did that with Seton, and it's kind of it's no controversy. We just wanted to talk <sighs> to you, have you in here. So, so the original kind of idea for the show was it, it's our viewpoint of the week in the show, and so the reason Todd's been on three times is in the last 11 weeks, which is how long we've been doing this, he's kind of become a central storyline, at least from our perspective. So that's why we brought him on. Yeah. Unfortunately, he dominates it with IBS stories and just goes rogue. <laughs> so we never really got into the meat and potatoes with him. Um, and so we were kind of waiting for you to, to create the storyline. And I think for, for us this week, um, we did really want to get into the, the um, your new speaking role and everything yeah. that we've covered here. We wanted to get into the history, although you didn't want to talk about it. But um, yeah, had a, These are the questions I had for you. Yeah, I, I wrote. Uh, was there some kind of controversy whether or not Dan's gone to your went to your wedding? 
Yes. Oh. That I had that on Real there. Quick, I just I got married right around when I started. And I invited Dan because I wanted a celebrity at my wedding. I'm not going to lie. It would be awesome. (laughs) Who wouldn't want Dan Patrick at their wedding? Like, it's the coolest thing ever. And then, uh, but, you know, also, just because you often invite your boss. So the week before, I got married on September 27th. September 20th, Saturday morning, I got this, like, long text from Dan who hasn't texted me once, ever. And he's like, I just want to wish you good luck today. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, it's next week. <laughs> you just went back. K? <laughs> That's Dan's text. Yeah. So I did invite Dan. Uh, and he was really great. He got me a nice present. But I hadn't been up here regularly, so I didn't invite the Danettes. And that's a bit of a sore point. That's awkward. Yeah. yeah. I have the opposite version of yeah. that story. I had worked with Dan for like seven years at the time. I got married pretty quick last year. Right. And I just kind of told him in passing that I was getting married. And he's like, cool. What, what, what time? When? And I told him. And he's like, all right, I'll be there. And there he was. And there was only like 10 people. It was in wow. my backyard. And Dan was there. And he was hanging out. And he's like, love is love. And then he was out. But wow. that kind of the opposite. The, the, uh, what I took away from that is Eric's tighter with Dan and Andrew. <laughs> yeah, Eric's seven years into Andy, a week or two in, I think. Yeah. I'll give you a little insight in Dan. Weddings are not easy on Dan because people do come up to him. Like if you're at a wedding and Dan Patrick's there, you're gonna be like, "Cool, I'm gonna go talk to Dan Patrick." Yeah. So I don't think it's. A, I don't think he gets to really chill. That was a small wedding. Mine was a big, annoying wedding. He went to Seton's wedding and everybody kind of bothered him a little bit. I'm trying to think about uh, Fritzy's children's bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah. Was, that was, was a little different, but yeah, because he, I mean. When you have a video with Kobe Bryant and uh, everybody, <laughs> you don't really, there wasn't as much pressure. But uh, Dylan, you got the last question. Um, well, I was going to say also spin zone. Imagine Dan does go to your wedding and you get dumped at the altar. That would be mortifying. Yeah, but that'd be good content. Dan would probably be like, well, I feel really bad, but this could be three years of making fun of McLovin for getting yeah. dumped at the altar. <laughs> um, yeah, don't blame me for going negative. Look at this guy. He First of all, he's trying to get sharks, and you bring up Ethan, my arch nemesis. Wait, can I ask everyone in the room who raise your hands? Do you think I should be legitimately nervous about Ethan? <laughs> he, Mario has, raises his hand. he has seemed to be drifting into the take business too. So yeah. he's I'm sort telling, of these emails is to uh, yeah. sort of getting into your lane. These emails where he's not giving stats and he's just giving opinions yeah. are it's a game changer. And but, I would be nervous about no, you. No, but he's got a much bigger job. If you listen to Sun. Uh, CBS, he's feeding Tony Romo stats in the game. Like he's not gonna let that go to become a Danette. Maybe you never know. That, that is, that's a pretty good job. You never know. Moses. Yeah, that's a pretty good job. He could do both. He can he can offer great opinions. No, the more the merrier, and that's why we are so excited to promote Dan Gardella to the front room. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I was gonna say. That's what I'm more worried about is Dan Gardella. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, I'm not worried about him. There's actual talent in this building. What do I have to worry about Ethan for? Not in this room, by the way. You guys, you've all established, and none of you are gonna supplant me. So I'm very comfortable here. That's why. We're, that's why we're all in this room. <laughs> yeah, Andrew. I know you got to get back. Traffic is crazy, but we have another 15. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's all we got for you. I'm this just week. waiting for your alarm to go off, Mario. Uh, it's going to go off in two minutes. Okay. And by the way, you could catch Mario on Against the Grain podcast. Against the Grain, too. me and you. And Against Marvin's Grain been and making. And Marvin. And, you know, maybe we'll get can, some of these yeah, guys. Can, a, a guest opportunity, maybe? Uh, we for, have, for Tyler? Not for you. Uh, I actually, I'm so I enjoy listening to Mario lose bets every day. Like some real gambling <laughs> advice <laughs> might be. And what, once the uh, pandemic is over, we're going to get back into Mario's dating life. Is that a, is that in play in the twelve fifteen club? No, it, it's been non-existent, so we haven't had to cover the topic yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I set you up for the spike, and you hit it home. I'm leaving. Love you guys. Thanks. <laughs>
That was fun having Andrew on. I think I think it was a good time, and even though he didn't want to answer any of the questions, but yeah, he kind of power moved us, right? He was like, "Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. What else you got?" Yeah, whoa. I was like, "Whoa, I didn't prepare for this." I yeah, as the co-host <laughs> of the Twelve Fifteen, I'm offended. It was a hectic week. There was a lot going on here this week. We had a caller, uh, Lubomir in Ukraine. Lubomir in the Ukraine. I I hope I pronounced your name correctly. Lubomir in the Ukraine. Good morning. Five ten one sixty five. And so, yes, Lubomir from Ukraine, but live in Syracuse, adapting well to American culture of sports. Okay. I have uh, two things. So uh, Walker Bueller the other day says, you know, not place, not time. And I wonder why in America we always say wrong place, wrong time. Is there ever such a thing as wrong place and right time? All right. So, Marv, you get that call from Lubomir in Ukraine. Or Syracuse, from Ukraine in Syracuse. What are you thinking? Are you thinking we're getting spoofed? You're thinking that Sasha Baron Cohen's calling us? No, I don't think anything, only because we've had people that have called in with accents before, and there was no really real reason for me to like not believe this was actually somebody named Lubomir from Ukraine. So I just went with it. I got a little nervous when he came on, and he was like, you know, talking about I'm here and stuff about American culture and you know, started making a couple of jokes. I was like, wait, is this just some guy named Mike? (laughs) And so I did get nervous, but he called in again yesterday and on his call ID, it sure enough said Lubomir. So I believe him. I don't. I I I think that's an accent. It's uh, someone doing an accent. Ukraine. The the guys pointed it out, but I thought, I thought it was, (laughs) I thought it was Sasha Baron Cohen (laughs) right off the, the, the jump. Marv. I was a little nervous after he got off the phone, but his call ID said Lubomir. And so I'm like, all right, like, who's going to fake that? Like, oh, let me do my call ID and have it be called Lubomir. That's a lot of effort for a uh, crank call. The, the only reason argument against that is that he hasn't said anything, like, outlandish yet. But give it time, I think. You got to be careful for the uh, prank caller. Yeah, you had, think like, it's a long play? I think he's <laughs> long conning it for sure. I've had, like, so when I used to screen calls... Do you guys know who Sour Shoes is from yeah, Howard Stern? Yeah, yeah, he's great. And he would call in, but he would act like a completely, yeah, I just want to talk about the Dodgers. And I'd be like, yeah, no problem. And then he'd get on, and my heart would drop because he's playing some song from Billy Joel. <laughs> or, or he's like, you know, imitating Chris Mad Dog Russo, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, good morning, <laughs> Nana. <laughs> so, the, you know, being a call screener, it seems small, but it's very difficult to navigate who's real and who's not. Um, I have a question for the two call screeners in the room, uh, Mark and Mario. Um, like, couldn't anyone just like lie? Yeah, you know, it, like, but it, that's happened before. Like, somebody is that that totally has happened where somebody's like they're going to talk about A and they completely change it to but B. I guess like I'm surprised that doesn't happen as like a daily occurrence. Well, I don't want to give people ideas. It's in the business, in the call screening business. No, I'm just saying people, Marv, people are people, and I don't know. It's called a bait and switch. That's what we call in the biz. In the biz. Yeah, Marv. I mean, Eric. Yeah, I just want to just clarify one thing. Dylan called Marvin Mark, and uh, <laughs> Marvin has several names. Mark. Mike. Uh, Marvrio. Mike. Melvin. Yeah, and uh, Melvin, yeah. And uh, it, all stem, it stems back to uh, one of our treasured workers during the <laughs> studio build who worked with him directly for three months straight and couldn't figure out his name. So that's why we still year and a half later. I mean, Marvin's pretty exotic name. 
<laughs> yeah, so uh, I just wanted to explain that when Dylan said Mark, it was for Marvin. I, I called him Mark, too. Oh, that's true, yes. <laughs> yeah, Tyler? I just find it hilarious how it uh, morphed into Marvio after you took over the call screening. <laughs> that Mario's old job, you became Marvio. I love it. I don't even mind it. Like yesterday, we did like a promo shoot at Cabela's, and Eric was like, "Hey, Mark, can you move X, Y? Can you move the lights?" And I was like, "Okay." That's what's great. It's kind of morphed into so much more than just like a joke. Now it's like I don't. Sometimes I can't even remember your real name. <laughs> Like, cause I'm like, wait, who, what is that? Who is he? Yikes. Like, have that guy over there. Come on, guy. <laughs> How did that promo shoe go? I didn't, I didn't make it there. Yeah, what happened? Were you, I, I some, some kind of alarm situation? I had some stuff of? to do back in the studio, take care of some business. <laughs> yeah, so um, I think the clips will be out probably at the end of next week, I'm guessing. So uh, it's just like a commercial shoot, right? Yeah, not Somewhat. quite a commercial. Yeah, it's just kind of more of, um, uh, you know, as you have sponsor obligations, we, we wanted to do a couple of, Clips there that kind of showed off the different departments that they had. So, Polly went and uh, shot a bow, and then uh, Dan and Todd tried to do fly fishing inside, which really kind of was funny. I don't want to blow exactly what happened because I think it's going to be a big part of the fly fishing thing. But I could tell you that Dan almost broke something that could have potentially taken down an entire department because uh, the whole ceiling may have come down if. There's a scenario in which the whole drop ceiling in the entire place could have been pulled down by what Dan did. Wait, did you just say that you didn't want to reveal it and then went on to reveal it? I didn't say what happened. You said that he did something that almost took it down, which implies that he didn't take it down. Yeah, but we don't know what he did. If Dan Patrick breaks something at Cabela's, who's on the horn? So what's funny is when up until uh, eight, eight months ago, if Dan Patrick broke something here, it wouldn't be his problem. Now Dan's taking over everything, so if he were to break something here, that would be his. If we were out on location uh, at Cabela's, who was a sponsor, I don't think they would send us an invoice for the damage done, uh, especially if we included it in the piece that we were doing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if he breaks something here, he's on the hook. Yikes. So, Dan, if you're listening, you're on the horn. The hook. Horn, I like it. Just sounds a little bit more. How do you cooler. get on a on horn? On the horn means on the phone. Yeah. How do you get on a horn, Mario? Listen, it's my vocabulary, and I want to. Do you sit on the horn? It. No, you blow the horn. <laughs> you can do with it whatever you want. <laughs> Three. The guy's been making fun of me because Three. I I'm I'm uh, Puerto Rican, so I speak Spanish, and sometimes I pronounce stuff like I roll my R's when I'm pronouncing like three, so it's like three. You're, you're not uh, fluent though, are you? In, In Spanish? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I am. No. See. Si. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I wanted to get to this week was uh, early on in the week, we kind of we had a long week of technical difficulties, <sighs> which I know Eric Jones has a lot to say about and a lot to really vent here. Oh, uh, we started off the week hot, right out the gate on Monday. Um, so sometimes we do pre-tapes. We'll, we'll we'll tape an interview, you know, in the in the morning, and then we'll ha- we have to turn it around and we play it during the show. But usually, when we play these pre tapes, it's later on in the show, and I have time to edit it, and then we have to put it up in the server and kind of get it up in the system to say. This time we we recorded it at like eight forty five. I want to say or it started eight thirty, but it lasted it, ten or so minutes. It wrapped at eight forty five, and it had to be turned around at nine twenty. Eric. And if you go back to our valued uh, listeners who are here on listening to all of our comments, last week we had an issue with the video server. So spent uh, several hours over the weekend 
got it what we thought was back up and running. Came in Monday morning and it wasn't accepting clips again. And um, so I, I was kind of like uh, really nervous because not only had we done the pre-tape and then normally we'd have time during the commercial breaks to load it up and l- look at it and make sure it's working. And we didn't have it at that time because it was in the second break. So the workflow is uh, Mario records it on his computer and then he edits it. Then he exports that video onto... Uh, a, a kind of network server. Rob has to transcode it so it goes into a codec that makes sense for the video server. Then he has to transfer it over an FTP to the video server, and then I can take that and queue it up through the switcher in the server. So most of that workflow was not working as of the time we went on the air Monday morning. And so, um, and I'm on the headset with Mario, like, hey, uh, this, you know, I, I need this on the server. And you were like, yeah, it's exporting, it's exporting, it's exporting. And I tell you that at 9.21 approximately, when we were, we were started the next segment. We were back from commercial we break. We were back from commercial yeah. break. I did not have the clip on the server. So I'm telling Paul, like, hey, you know, it's not ready yet. And he was like, look, we already teased it. We got to go. And I'm like, okay, um, it's not there. And then all of a sudden it showed up. And that was the first clip in like four days that actually showed up on the server. And I was like, all right, I guess we're good to go. I played it to Alan, who tracks it for radio, and, and it actually worked. But, man, it was... It was that that <laughs> couple minutes leading up to it, my heart was pounding because it's like, we have to get this up. Well, and even worse about this one, sorry, I cut you off a little bit there. Even worse was that the audio file was corrupt. Yeah. And so Mario had exported separately the audio file to put on radio as a backup. So worst case scenario, we would just put a graphic up and play play the video. But we weren't able to do that because the file was corrupt. So it was like literally the only, like if Dan threw to it and all of those stars hadn't aligned, nothing would have happened. It would have gone blank completely. <laughs> it's just Which been would like, have been. It would just <laughs> stayed on Dan on the video side and audio would have just been silent. And, it would have uh, been bad for us. It, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it, look, it's all part of the uh, excitement, I think, of doing live production, you know, because. There's so many variables, and and I think what differentiates someone who can do the job and do do, do the job well is their ability under fire. Yeah, it, I mean, for me, it's like an adrenaline rush where it's like it's so stressful leading up to that moment, but once it does hit, it's like such a satisfaction where you're like, we got this done now. Let's just move on to the next one. Um, but it's definitely it's wild in the moment. Uh, we also had uh, so we fast forward to Thursday yesterday where we had Derek Henry on. And we pre-taped an interview with Derrick Henry, tight end running back. Um, so we have the interview on Zoom initially, and he's he spoke to us. He sat there for um, about eight to ten minutes, and two minutes into the interview, his audio is all fuzzy and it doesn't sound good. It sounds like he's very far away from the inter- from the mic. One of the things that happens when you're doing Zoom is it's using the computer mic, and and so which is and- very cheap. It's yeah. They're yeah. typically not intended for you know long broadcast uh, interviews, and then the speakers are usually within you know a few inches of the microphone. So a lot of times we have to kill the speakers when Dan talks, or else there'll be kind of a feedback or echo situation. But also, it's not that typically the mics are not very sensitive. So he was kind of far. He kind of leaned back away from it, yeah. and he was speaking really soft. And I don't think they have the strongest internet connection there, so it just sounded like and it was laggy. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, it really wasn't good. Dan even stopped the interview. It was like, hey, can yeah. you speak up or, you know. Two, two minutes in. That's what I was saying that, you know, they stopped the interview. Um, so we get through the 10-minute interview and Paul comes to the back. And he's like, let me hear that back. And he listens back to it and he's like, yeah, we can't use that. 
So I guess Paul, I mean, uh, Todd gets on the phone with PR for the Titans and he tells them, sorry, we can't use the interview. About this is about at this point 15 minutes to air, yeah. It's like 8 45, and yeah. we go on the air on the video side at 8 58 30. So the Titans public relations people go, All right, so we'll just have him call in. <laughs> so he calls in and he does another full interview with Dan for about 10 minutes. We were done five minutes to air, not probably. even, not even, really, yeah. Uh, but it worked out, it was very gracious of him for him to do it completely another interview with us um and i thought it came out well we got a lot of good reaction from it yeah i think it's what's interesting about it also is like so you know part of i think what dan does great is he has kind of some historical things they're just kind of you know hey how was the game last night it's a little more um loose than that and so i think he did a great job kind of playing along and i don't think anyone at home knew that that was the second version um, and I think, you know, on our side, we executed it perfectly. Yeah. It, it was hectic, but it was, uh, it, we, you feel accomplished, like I said, and there's a satisfaction to it when you get to the end of the week and you're like, we got through another one. Last thing I want to get to, to this week is Chatter of the Week. So Chatter of the Week, we, we haven't done that. We we did it uh, in some of the test episodes, and then all it was was chat row trashing me. So I was like, yeah, we're going to nix this. <laughs> <laughs> So we're bringing Chatter of the Week. We're going to actually uh, do it. Ty is going to shout out somebody from Chat Row every week, somebody who participated all week long, somebody who contributed something funny. Uh, so, Tyler, I'll throw it over to you. Yeah, I mean, it's super excited to launch this. Uh, if anybody deserves a shout out, it's definitely these dieharders here. They're, they're the best. Um, so I got to give our first official Chatter of the Week trophy to my man. Oh, my man, Clumpy Kitty, a.k.a. Clumps. All right, why is he wow. chatter of the week? Uh, we, well, he's been in chat row every day this week, never misses a beat, has had some of the most hilarious posts, <laughs> like straight up. Uh, always makes me laugh, super engaging with everyone on the row, just pure class. Gotta love Clumpy Kitty. All right, and Clumpy Kitty, first chatter of the week. So, so excited to do that segment going forward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super excited, guys. I, I, I think we should make Mario join chat row just so he has to pull it instead of having Tyler pull it. I have a lot of other stuff to do. Oh, like, you know, I totally can't can't, can't do that. Yeah, can, uh, can we call it the clumpy kitty of the week instead? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he has to do a little bit more than one chat of the week. If he wins it five times, then he'll get the award named after him. And you can't just give him the, you got to shout out MotorTube and Noreen and all that. Andrea, Noreen the Queen. Hey, you're learning. (laughs) Um, What are you guys doing this week? I really don't care. It's my birthday. That's the only reason I brought it up. It's your birthday? Oh, we forgot to get you the cakes. Tomorrow's my birthday, not today. Oh, bummer. So happy birthday, me. What are you going to do? I'm going to get dinner with my parents. What time? Where? Oh, uh, let me guess that that oyster bar that you like in Bridgeport. No, not that place. Oh. I think uh, I, my, some of my aunts are coming too, so we're gonna go. Church's to, chicken. We're going to Dockside. Dockside. Wait, you're going to a brewery for dinner? No, we're getting lunch tomorrow. Didn't you say you're going to dinner? Yeah, I, I thought about are it. Are you gonna, gonna get loaded, loaded, lunch. loaded up at Dockside? I don't even know what that means. That's all we got this week. It was a fun one. A lot. We hit a lot. For Marv the Prince, Eric the Big German. Dylan, the graphics guy, Tyler, moderator. I am Ariel, the host of this program. We'll catch you next week.